This is Ollie from History Profiles, and welcome to another video. This story will be on Gog and Magog, the evil forces that will come back to the world when the apocalypse is near. This story begins with Alexander the Great and his conquest of Persia. As Alexander had won the Battle of Galgamela, he now had the whole of Persia at his feet, having annihilated Darius, the King of Kings' great army. Bessus, one of King Darius's generals, kidnapped him and assumed the role of king for himself. However, Alexander would not have anyone steal his new crown, so him and his army marched in the pursuit of Bessus, but near the Caspian Sea, Alexander would come across a strange, barbaric type of people. According to legend, Gog and Magog were the kings of the unclean lands, whose people would practice cannibalism, eating human corpses, dogs and fetuses. The kings would try and expand their territory to that of Persia. However, they had to face the greatest warrior king on earth, Alexander. Alexander, the self-proclaimed god, had never lost a battle, and he clashed against the people of Gog and Magog and was victorious. After the great battle, realizing the threat and the evil that loomed over him and his land, Alexander built a legendary barrier to keep the people of Gog and Magog at bay. This barrier is known as the Gates of Alexander or the Caspian Gates. Alexander sealed the people of Gog and Magog away between the Caspian Gates and two mountains. Nevertheless, in Islamic texts it states that they dig under the wall every night trying to escape their imprisonment only to find each morning the wall has been restored by Allah. Only at the appointed time will Allah allow the wall to collapse, freeing them. The texts also say that the forces of Gog and Magog will come back before the end of the world to ravage the earth. The people of Gog and Magog will reappear in large numbers in the northeast of the ancient world as a sign of the end times. They will march towards Israel, drinking up the waters of the Tigris and the Euphrates rivers and kill everyone along the way. When there are no more people left on earth, they will shoot their arrows at the sky, hoping to destroy heaven. Allah will then kill them by attacking their necks with worms, killing them. Other texts have said that in the end times, once the Antichrist has risen 
Gog and Magog will ally themselves with the armies of Satan. They will join his army in the great struggle at the end of time. After Satan has been bound and chained for 1000 years, he will be unchained and rise up against God. He will then deceive the nations of the world. Satan will use Gog and Magog as part of his army and use them to attack Jerusalem. However, it is said, God will send fire from heaven to destroy them. When the Antichrist rises, Gog and Magog will also rise and be set free. After, there will be a final battle between good and evil that will usher in a period of eternal peace. In the prophecy of Ezekiel in the 38th and 39th chapter, it says, On a distant day, when the Jewish people are living in a secure Israel, Gog will invade Israel and God will furiously retaliate against them. The invaders will be destroyed and the Jews will spend months burying their dead. God declared that through the battle the nations shall know that he is the Lord and he is holy in Israel and that never again will God's face be hidden. Both the Quran and the Bible prophesize the coming of Gog and Magog. When the end time is near and the Antichrist rises, he will have the support of not just humans that will be deceived by him, but also these terrifying forces. However, also in both texts, it says that they will be defeated by divine intervention. Does this go to show that Alexander the Great was truly undefeatable? He defeated Gog and Magog even though he didn't believe in the one true God and thought himself the son of Zeus. One thing however is certain, Alexander's legend is so great that even in holy texts he is thought to have defeated and sealed away an undefeatable force that should only be able to be defeated by God or through divine intervention. This is once again shown in the book of Revelations. When the a thousand years are over, Satan will be released from his prison and will go out to deceive the nations in the four corners of the earth. Gog and Magog will gather for battle. In number, there are like sand on the seashore. They will march across to the ends of the earth and surround the camp of God's people, the city he loves. But fire will come down from heaven and devour them. The holy texts say that Gog and Magog and the armies of Satan may only be destroyed through divine intervention. However, Alexander's army destroyed the armies 
of Gog and Magog. So if they ever did come back, why would we require divine intervention to stop these forces? This once again shows the legend of Alexander himself and his army. Thanks for listening to the video guys. If you enjoyed it, make sure to hit that like, share and subscribe button. And I'll see you guys next time for another video. Bye.